Hello and welcome to No Character Limit. I am your host, Robert Thurk, and in this episode, I'm going to give you an idea of what to expect of this podcast and all of the subsequent episodes. Basically, I am going to have episodes that are going to tell a little story in each one. A lot of times it will connect to even larger stories I tell between multiple episodes. But that by itself isn't really enough to understand the underpinnings of what drove me to create this podcast. No Character Limit was my response to a couple of problems I see in both society and our media landscape, and I knew that I was not the only one who was struggling with these issues that I saw. In fact, we all talk about these problems in a variety of ways. We all seem to know about them and even acknowledge them. Yet, at the same time, it seems like collectively we struggle to find a way to address them. The first problem is that of limited time and space in our communication for the sake of entertainment or not losing someone's attention or as I call it, the character limit problem. When social media outlets like Twitter or TikTok began, the length of a tweet was only 280 characters, and the length of a TikTok video was only 15 seconds long. While it's true that both have since extended these lengths, they're still, at their root, short-form social media outlets. But this problem not only applies to those two outlets, it's a ubiquitous problem in our media landscape. For example, even if there is not a character limit in place, some forums won't allow comments that are too long to be visible, regardless of what the content is. News outlets consistently aim for shorter and shorter articles so that people won't click away too soon. And even if the limitations on the length of something isn't explicit, they're definitely preferred and chosen to be published over longer form information. What makes the character limit problem worse is that it's often coupled with sensationalism and emotionally provocative language just to get a reaction out of people in order to keep them engaged. You only need to do a quick search to find the number of articles that show how Facebook regularly prioritized articles that would provoke anger 
just to keep their users engaged. And when we're emotional, nuance begins to be lost because the angrier we get, the less our executive functioning skills work in our brain and we basically become stupider. So knowing about this character limit problem, it's no surprise then what inspired the name of this podcast. The second problem that I see is a bit more difficult to see, but it is our societal move towards specialization and compartmentalization. When we were young, we all felt the pressure of having to move towards a specialized career field, picking one career direction and prioritizing our area of specialization over our other passions and interests. For some people, this can be all-consuming, to the point that a career can get in the way of friendships, family, or other types of relationships. Our society depends on areas of specialization to function. We are all relieved to have specialists when we are diagnosed with cancer or need hip surgery. The same person is likely not to be good at both. And in a business, the person doing the accounting is likely not going to be as successful as the person doing the sales, and vice versa, and neither are likely to have the skills needed to fix a plumbing issue. But the problem is, the more specialized we are, the more ignorant we become on areas outside of our area of specialization. Medical doctors often don't take the time to fully hear out their nurses. Roofers tend to not be great economists. And bankers have historically been at odds with farmers. But specialization is just a subsection of our desire to compartmentalize everything. And it goes well beyond our careers. It bleeds into our personal lives as well. We compartmentalize work life from family life from our social life. We compartmentalize our time. We sleep because it's time for bed, not necessarily because we're tired. We go to work because it's time for work, not necessarily because we're ready for work. There is a level of structure that we are not only supposed to comply with, but also we have the responsibility to uphold with others. But this can have a serious impact on our psyche if we aren't fully understanding why or how these different compartments exist and their true purpose. They can 
interfere with our mental and physical health needs. They can cause us to lose sleep, not have enough time for the people we love, or not give us the time and space to process things that don't fit within a schedule. I want to be clear. Character limits, short-form media, specialization and compartmentalization are not bad things on the surface. In many ways, these things are good, and they have critical strengths to upholding society and offering us as individuals more freedom. They especially can help us from feeling overwhelmed. But where is our society still valuing the nuance of long-form media or the people who work hard to connect the dots between areas of specialization, the generalists of the world. Living in 21st century America, I can't help but see this problem all over our politics and media, where there is a lot of focus on the most emotionally triggering things but with a huge lack of depth or effort at understanding the greater issue as a whole. Many cynical politicians and media outlets, I'd argue even the most successful ones, are dependent on exploiting this lack of nuance to garner power, attention, and money faster and easier than others. Something else that I feel has fallen victim to the time-efficient compartmentalization of society are holistic perspectives and qualitative standards. While we have excellent specialists in a lot of areas, be it medical, economic, political, psychological, sociological, whatever, as soon as that person moves away from their area of expertise, they tend to have a lot less knowledge about a topic. This has allowed us to be more easily exploited and divided emotionally because there are so many areas to know and learn about that it just can feel overwhelming. Personally, I've been there myself when my plate is full and just getting through the things that I have to do are all I really want to think about. Being stuck in that well of just going through the motions only to make it to the next day. But I knew when I've been there that I didn't feel fulfilled. I felt like I was losing my connection to things. I felt uninspired and only interested in something to take my mind off of the stress that I felt. So, no character limit is my response to this problem. 
Ever since I was young, I loved to write and be creative. But by the time I got to college, there was no career in writing that I felt would be something that would satisfy me due to the pressure of deadlines or not having full control over what I got to write about. The question I received repeatedly is, who is your audience? And that question felt so limiting to me. Pigeonholing my writing into one specific area or topic just felt suffocating for me. I strove to become someone who connected the dots between the areas of specialization and found myself flowing with interest and ideas when I did so. The people who gave me this sort of feedback were only trying to help, and their points were valid. And there were many lessons that I've learned from these expectations that I have incorporated them into my writing. So, in No Character Limit, I do my best to stay away from jargon so that my information is accessible to all. I try to weave in interesting stories to keep the attention of my readers and listeners so it doesn't feel so much like a textbook. I also provide density in my writing so that what took me weeks or maybe months to learn you can learn in only an hour or two of listening. No Character Limit is about the exploration of the world around us and sharing the insightful information that I've made into my passion my entire life. I'm going to share with you some of my writing projects that have taken me years to compile, research, and put together. And I'm going to share them on this podcast one episode at a time. Some of my works are hours of listening in podcast time, but I do my best to keep the episodes a reasonable length, somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour and a half. And while these episodes are interconnected a lot of times, I also believe many of them can also be listened to as standalone episodes as well. And so, for those of you who are going to look for the area of specialization that I'm going to be discussing, that is going to be hard to define. What I can tell you is that I have always had a deep interest in three things. Humans, life, and the universe. And thus my topics of discussion range between them all, because they all do relate to one another, and it's very difficult to find people who both love to explore economics and physics, evolution and faith, 
corporations and space, history and mathematics. But all of these and more are things I plan to explore in this podcast. Hence the name No Character Limit. The depths and the myriad topics explored will be determined by me. My unwillingness to compromise what I wrote about did not lead me into a career of writing. So, in order to find a way to both do what I love, which is write, but also find a way to share what I write on my own terms, is why I chose the podcasting platform. I am hoping to use this platform to share the passion I've put years of work into and see how it grows. As of the release of this episode, I have never made a dime on anything I've written, and it has not been shared on any monetized platform. But my hope is that there is enough interest out there that people are willing to support this podcast and find what I have to share valuable even if you don't always share my perspective. To this end, I'm going to start off this podcast by providing all of my content for free, with the option of giving a donation if you'd like to support. To show my appreciation, I'll provide a free PDF copy of whichever writing that you've enjoyed listening to. While I essentially read my written pieces verbatim on this podcast, the difference between my writing is that in the written pieces, I include a lot of visuals, images, art, graphs, diagrams, that really help drive home some of the things I'm talking about. Also, since some of my written pieces can be very long, currently the longest I will share will be about 29 episodes, if you donate, you can get a copy of the written work before all of the episodes are released, and you can go at your own pace. Currently, this is what I'm comfortable with doing for monetizing my work, but if there is interest in helping support my work in other ways, you can always reach out to me and I'll consider other methods as they come. But this requires me to point out something very important that I am going to reference back to over and over again throughout this podcast. I am not an expert in almost anything that I'm going to talk about. And that means sometimes I'm likely to make a mistake or take a stance that you disagree with. I'll give you one brief example. 
One small topic I write about in one of my episodes is focused on the heroic age of Antarctic exploration and how it tied into a greater narrative of the advancement of international science. Anyone familiar with this topic knows that there is a heated debate over who was the better explorer, Robert Falcon Scott or Roald Amundsen. And for the sake of my narrative in my writing, I was more supportive of Scott and more critical of Amundsen. When I shared my perspective on a forum discussing this controversy, I was called a British turbo-patriot and that I was pushing propaganda about a man who got his team killed due to classism. And when I tried to respond that I was just trying to give a counterpoint while learning to gain further perspective on the entire discussion, The commenter just tried to shut me down. We've all felt the struggle of trying to have a nuanced, productive conversation on internet forums and the desire to dig into your own position. And this was one reason that made me hesitant to start a podcast like this. But in that same forum, another person responded to me with a more nuanced perspective, and it brought me some more insight that I was not fully aware of, making me think that I may have been too harsh on Roald Amundsen, and perhaps a bit too lenient on Scott. This is the sort of feedback that I encourage because it was productive and respectful and this is the sort of community I'd like to build with listeners to no character limit. I'm going to touch upon controversial topics that are going to be emotionally triggering for people and will likely bring on some criticism. For example, I have a whole book that I'll be sharing focused on the psychology of faith, and I challenge some beliefs that are deeply held by some. So I do have to pick and choose what I include and what I leave out. In this sense, there will always be the bias of what I include and leave out. But what I can promise you as a listener is that I'm not going to intentionally leave out important information about something just to drive home a point that I wanted to make. I will always encourage you as listeners to share further information on the topics that I discuss, especially if there are mistakes that I've made. I want to find a way to be open about other perspectives or share corrections that I have to make. This may mean that in addition to sharing my writing on No Character Limit, that I will have some special episodes dedicated to 
further insight on a particular topic that wasn't covered in my writing, or episodes dedicated to corrections that need to be made. Always feel free to reach out to me, and I will do my best to get back to you. This issue of me not being an expert reminds me of something one of my favorite podcasters, Dan Carlin, has said on his show, Hardcore History. Carlin's stories about the past have incredible depth, great storytelling, and engage the imagination. But he regularly has acknowledged that even though he uses a lot of great sources, that he himself is not a historian. He says that he's a fan of history. In that same spirit, I'm a fan of basically everything, and I want to explore them. But I do so by relying on the experts, not circumventing them which is what made Hardcore History so successful. Sometimes I will challenge conclusions, but I try to do so without undermining the entire discipline, which brings me to explaining the position of no character limit in the context of greater discussions surrounding any of the topics I touch upon. In the greater media landscape today, I feel like there is a spectrum. On the one end, there are those media sources for the masses, things everyone can consume. And those strictly fall into the realm of entertainment, news bites, tickers, tabloids, infotainment, short text form or short video form. It's the realm of catchy headlines or pop science. Then on the other end are sources made for experts, doctors, and professionals. Peer-reviewed scientific papers, professional reports and studies, trainings and professional speakers that can often be a little dry, heavy, jargony, and information-based. And especially in today's modern world, we see outlets clump to one side of this spectrum or the other. Outlets like the History Channel or the Discovery Channel went from showing well-done nature documentaries in the 1990s to being almost strictly reality TV shows and conspiracy shows today. It's a huge problem. These outlets that we used to depend on for knowledge are now mostly only providing entertainment. Those media sources that rely on expert advice but still try to remain engaging and entertaining are rare to find. And yet, this is the position I'm trying to place no character limit in. I want it to be thought-provoking, but not sensationalized. I want to do my best to interpret professional and reliable outlets while acknowledging that I'm not the expert. 
I want it to be nutrient dense with interesting and engaging information so as not to waste your time. But also, I want it thought provoking and insightful in a way that helps us see other perspectives outside of our own. In other words, I want anybody to be able to understand what I am saying and be engaged by it while at the same time understanding that there is a lot of research and information that has gone into it. So it's not the sort of podcast you can leave running in the background while you think of other things. I hope I can draw you away from your everyday life and have you come and think about a unique topic for about an hour or so at a time, and hopefully have you consider how these things that sometimes can seem so distant or disconnected relate back to your life personally. It's my attempt to bring back a conversation that is more holistic and qualitative rather than specialized, time-driven, and quantitative. I focus on topics that I think a lot of people are interested in, but don't have the time to research for themselves. I ask questions about our collective history as a species, how our brains are wired, the role of faith in our lives, how to spot reliable or unreliable resources, the history of our planet, the origin of life, and what the universe consists of, just to name a few things. These are the deep questions that humanity has pondered since our inception. And we live in a day and age where so many marvels have been uncovered, and yet, at the same time, they feel mundane or even burdensome to understand. We are all just trying to get through this complex, interconnected civilization that we didn't build ourselves, but that we live within and have become dependent on. There is the famous saying of not being able to see the forest through the trees. My hope is that no character limit is the time that you'll be willing to take to pull back away from the life that you are living day to day and look at things in a wider scope in both time and complexity an escape from your day-to-day -day reality that once you return back to it at the end of an episode will make you feel more informed and thoughtful about your own life and your place within it. On the surface, when you listen to an episode, it may sound like something easy or common knowledge in some ways, but for every hour of audio you hear, there are multiple weeks of work that went into it. But of course, 
This begs the question of why you or anyone else should listen to me. And the short answer is, of course, you don't have to listen to me. And so if you are finding yourself getting worked up or upset about the things I share because you fundamentally disagree with my premise, I understand that and respect that you have a differing point of view. I'm creating this podcast because I feel a lot of the things I share here are not always openly discussed, talked about, or are even very well known. And I want to give a voice to more nuanced perspectives, especially if there is a lot of evidence for them in a day and age where nuance is not valued. I also think it's important to mention that I do have a career that is completely unrelated to this podcast. I am a teacher of special education, and I have a master's degree in that area. But I don't mix my personal interests that I share here in this podcast with my work as a professional in the realm of education. As of right now, I have no plans to talk about our current educational system or my experience of being a teacher. I am already fully employed in that realm, and anything related to my work is done through my role in that position. So the views I share here are an expression of my freedom of speech, whereas my work as a professional educator are saved for that realm. I will say that it is an interesting space to work in, and what my experience in education has given me is the ability to understand scientific studies, articles, and a variety of topics, because in special education, we are expected to have a well-rounded base in the areas of all the core content areas, like math, science, English, and social studies, whereas general education teachers only need to know their area, as well as the best pedagogical practices, or the best way of understanding how people learn. And we also need to know how to manage emotional and behavioral challenges, like crisis prevention, psychological diagnoses, and identifying mental health issues or social struggles. And we also have a somewhat decent grasp on educational law as well, especially related to individualized education programs and the rights of a student. So, with understanding that this is my day-to-day -day life in my profession, I hope that it gives you some confidence that I'm also capable of considering multiple topics with many layers outside of my realm of expertise. In my line of work, I'm expected to be able to work with absolutely anybody. So I respect the varying beliefs and choices and disabilities that people have. But I want to also talk about what I feel like was valuable for me about going through college. And I work with individuals all the time 
that don't have plans to go to college, and I fully respect their choices and their life path, regardless of their education that they receive. And even for all of the problems that I feel are associated with the college experience, and there are many, the cost being the most obvious one, the ability to consume and tackle more dense intellectual material was one of the greatest benefits I feel I received from the experience. Understanding the peer review process, knowing how to read a scientific study, and the purpose of each section within one, and how to determine more or less reputable sources are some of the best things that I took away from college. But even more than that, my college experiences challenged my perspectives regularly, and as an educator, I was constantly challenged to consider my own process of thinking so I could better understand the perspective of others so I could reach them better. This isn't something that comes naturally or easily to most people, and I had to be repeatedly humbled to take on a greater perspective of the world around me. And I don't know if I would have been able to do that without having the college experience challenge me like that. But the crux of what I share in No Character Limit will always come down to my sources. It's true that I will share my perspective on things and like the praising of Robert Scott and the criticizing of Roald Munson, you may find yourself at odds with my perspective, and you may even have good reasons for it. But the information that I share with you surrounding those perspectives, I hope always to be of good quality. And good quality information means they need to come from good quality sources. Where I or anybody gets their information from matters. In preparation for anything I write, there are usually dozens of sources for my materials, which I always share in the show notes because those should always be able to be fully accessed. Throughout my life, I've collected and organized articles that I come across to be able to return to them later because I've found them valuable in one way or another. I've amassed thousands of articles on countless topics, and my goal is to be able to use No Character Limit as an outlet for all of these interesting and thought-provoking topics. On top of that, I have read a lot of books that relate to these topics as well. In longer pieces, sometimes a whole book is summarized in the course of an episode, not to take the credit away from the writer. In fact, whenever I do this, I always make sure to highlight the author and encourage you to read the book for yourself because it's usually that good. But I summarize it like that because our time is so precious, and sometimes 
We want the benefits of having read something, knowing that we don't always have to take the time out to read it ourselves. But rather than just specializing in the area of summarizing books and articles, I also want to explore their meaning and context, which always means adding in some of my own unique perspectives as well. In this day and age, we don't value sources as well as we should. So I beg you to check out the ones I use to create my episodes in the show notes. Remember, no character limit is meant to spur thought and conversation, not to be the final say. And if you like a topic I talk about, then you'd serve yourself best by not only checking out my sources, but other sources on the topic as well. Because the experts in those areas, those specialists, are the ones who have far more depth than I do. No source is perfect or without error. In one episode, I even become critical of a peer-reviewed paper. But I'm only critical of it because I have found other experts with good reputations that were critical of it first. The exploration of sources and their quality is a common thread that'll happen throughout No Character Limit. And if I ever do use a bad source to make a claim, or you have competing good quality sources that contradict a claim, I'd be happy for you to share them because I am still only one person. And speaking of only being one person, I really want to stress how this entire process has been an effort by me alone. The collection of resources, the consuming of resources, the research, the writing, the editing, the recording, and the editing of the recordings has all been me. At this point, the only thing I've outsourced was the creation of the logo. I've gone through several multi-month-long edits of my writing pieces to try and ensure that errors didn't sneak through. But even so, I have at least caught one since making this podcast. I'm absolutely sure I've made pronunciation errors at the very least, because reading something doesn't necessarily mean you know how it sounds. Where the errors are going to be most pronounced are in my audio editing. So I ask that you as a listener be as forgiving as possible with that. The reality is, I do need a specialist in audio recording, and it'd also be nice to have a reliable second set of eyes to help me with the editing process. But as I've mentioned already, I'd need this podcast to be giving me a good enough income to be able to appropriately compensate for that level of support. My hope is that I can grow the interest in this podcast to where I can help strengthen intelligent and 
thoughtful discourse and appropriately compensate those who helped me in this endeavor. But at least for the foreseeable future, it will just be me. So that is pretty much everything I wanted to share to anyone who's just getting introduced to No Character Limit. Currently, all I have planned for this podcast is to share my pieces that I have written. However, episodes dedicated to corrections or further thoughts on a particular topic may be additions I'll include later on. My hope is that you find what I share thought-provoking, interesting, or enjoyable. My other hope is that if you choose to reach out to me, that it's to share information that I may be unaware of, or to engage thoughtfully on my topics, rather than just emotionally. Sharing thoughts and opinions on an open platform where anyone can hear them in the modern age is a difficult thing to do, and even though I know I am not perfect, I do hope I can contribute something meaningful to each and every person who listens to my work. So, thank you, and please enjoy No Character Limit. Thank you for listening to this episode of No Character Limit. Every episode, the sources that I used are located in the description if you would like to check them out. In addition, please consider liking, rating, and reviewing if you enjoyed this podcast as each one goes to help further the reach of this podcast for new people to hear. Each episode requires hours in research, writing, recording, and editing. So if you feel that what you just heard is worth a donation of any size, please go to the description and follow the links for that. Each donation comes with a free PDF copy of a writing piece of your choice, no matter the size of your donation, and you get a lot of extra features with that, including a lot of the artwork and graphs and pictures, as well as the descriptions that I don't include in the podcast. If you would like updates for new episodes, you can follow No Character Limit at mastodon.world. And finally, if you have a question, comment, or even a correction, please feel free to reach out at 
no character limit at protonmail.com. Thank you again for listening.